Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We're back. You caught me unawares then. My goodness. That's exactly what I like to do. <laughs> I was just picking up a note to pop on the door to the Amazon man if he comes when we're out. Just to hide my parcel. Oh. <laughs> that sounded wrong, didn't it? <laughs> so I've got the note for the well, Amazon man. Hold on a minute, woman. Sorry. Folks, this is, of course, the Bakery Bears radio show, and I've got to say, I love this. This is my favourite thing in the world. Next episode, <laughs> we're actually going to be talking about our new lives in the wild. Apologies, Ben Fogel. I've stolen the Aww. name of your wonderful TV programme. We love Ben. But next episode, we'll be talking, obviously, just picking up on, on the show. Last time we spoke about changes and the changes that we made following my cancer diagnosis and then the beginning of my recovery and the positive effect it had on our lives. And then we, we ended last episode with another cliffhanger. What is it with us and cliffhangers? I know. I'd had a huge operation, yeah. had my stomach taken out and held. I wonder who held it. I know. I wonder if they used a bowl. Oh, shush. <laughs> That's horrible. That really was the point where we started to touch on today's subject. And today's subject is one that there'll be... I Now, I hope this isn't the case, but I fear that there will be certain people who will see the title of today's episode and potentially not listen to it. Right. Because I think when people see the word anxiety... They think it doesn't apply to me. Yeah. And I think also a lot of people don't take it seriously. True. People who have never experienced it, I think this is, isn't no, it? No, that's, that's right. And what we wanted to talk about today, you know, in our usual way, you know, a very sort of open, honest, and also in a very positive way, because I think some of the things that we've done to counteract anxiety mm. has actually been great for us. Yeah. Yeah. But look, we're stood in the house, and I don't want to be stood no, in the house. No, let's get out. I want to get outside yeah. and get on our walk, so Absolutely. we'll get that done and we'll see you in a moment. Yeah. Steve. Alright, Steve. Hi, Steve. That's our, That's um, our postman. Postman, who is a, a total dude. He is, and he's a big Star Wars fan. So. Yeah, and also, also, particularly appropriate, he's wearing a cricket hat. Oh, he is, yeah. Considering England won the cricket yesterday. Is the it? Cricket World Cup. Yeah. Even you were excited. I was excited. It was a super over. Yes. Now, everyone Never now... heard of a super over. Neither had I until yesterday. <laughs> now, everyone will be thinking, oh, yes, Dan now is, of course... Because we've not... In Look, this is terrible. We're not even introduced ourselves. There'll be people who've dropped in on this for the first time <laughs> who thinking... Who are these people? Who are these strange people talking to me? Ladies and gentlemen, I think I've already welcomed you to the Baker Bros Radio Show, but my name's Dan. And my name's Kay. And we will be your host for about the... Host? Host. <laughs> Hosts Hosts. for about the next 45 minutes. Neil, we're doing a slightly different route. Yeah, we're still going into the woods, aren't we? That's are a we? musical. Are we still going into the woods? Yes. We are. But My goodness, you're looking short. Short? Are these shoes huge? You're... Uh, I've clearly you got my heels on. Some people, you know, you, you won't know. There's no reason why you would know. But Dan is very tall. Dan is about six foot five. And I'm average. I'm five foot six. But today Dan's got some walking shoes on that actually lift him up about another inch I reckon. But those other shoes that I got today. also seem to lift me up a lot. Yeah and I think it's because you get these shoes that are really supportive and I think by them being so supportive they do have a lot of stuff going on don't they around yeah. the heel and the sole so it does lift you up a bit. Yeah I mean just for, for those of you interested I'm wearing some, I found, after I had that last big operation, 
when I came out of hospital, one of the things I wanted to do as quickly as possible, because as you know, for those of you who've been following and, and listening to each episode of, of the Baker Bears radio show, you will know that I started walking following my cancer surgery. And so when I had my next surgery, one of the things that was bothering me the most actually was not, and I remember vividly, we're actually gonna to be, today's walk mm. is the run that I did the on the day one. I went in. Oh, right, really? And it is, of course, subsequently, we're actually going to be going slightly longer than the walks that I started to do yeah. after I recovered. Yeah. And the shoes that I found, I wanted to get some really supportive shoes, and the shoes that I found were Merrill, and they are, they're just great. Yeah. I love them. And this is now, it's my second pair now. Yeah. It's a lovely day. It's very warm, everyone. It doesn't it feel is. massively humid. No, I think it, it's going to be tomorrow. I think in the day after are going to be quite warm, but the humidity is quite low. Right. So we can we've we've discovered we can kind of deal with that. If the hum humidity is low, then you can cope with a higher temperature. I think it's high humidity. Listen to those pigeons. Do you know what? I do love the sound yeah, of pigeons. Yeah, don't stand under here very I'm long. I'm sorry. <laughs> Walking. They'll get me. Underneath the bridge, and they might get you. But today's show. You're really the star of today's show, Kay. Me? Yes. Oh, I don't like being the star of anything. I've started this show off on exactly the wrong foot because the beginning of this show has given you anxiety. Did it? <laughs> no, no, just you don't like being the star of anything. No, I don't like being... You do get anxious, don't you? I do you, get when... anxious, yeah. I don't like being um, in the limelight. I don't like attention being on me at all. I saw a journey into anxiety... I mean, how did we even gather what it was? Because well, initially, you, as we said last time, you went to the doctor yeah, and didn't really get any help. No. So you then started researching, didn't you? I did. And I found a book, actually, that really, really helped me. And I've read it a few times since. It's called At Last A Life. I'd forgotten about that book. Yeah. And I've got the actual Who's book. Who's it by? It's either Paul David or David Paul. It's Paul David. <laughs> Paul David. Because that is the same name as my our old hairdressers. Oh, that's our right. old old hairdressers. Oh, train. There goes a train. Where's it going? Saltburn, Saltburn. Oh my goodness. It's going to the beach, that train. Oh Should I we wish we it? were going on that we train. We love Saltburn, we've been several times. Wait, do you know what? In some future Baker Bears radio show, Kay. We should go. We should yeah. catch the train to the beach. Oh, we should, anyway, I? go on, carry on. Paul David. Yeah, and I read that book. Oh gosh, look at all these nettles. We seem to have an issue with nettles. It's called we have been The Weather, summer. isn't it? It's just full on, but we're um, fine. Yeah, so I found that book and I ordered it and I got the actual hard copy book. Wow. And then I read it all. Right. And it was kind of like a revelationary moment for me Where? in a lot of ways because mainly because I thought oh my word thank goodness I'm not going mad right because did you think you were well I didn't think I was going mad I thought I was ill right I thought I was physically ill I right. thought there was something wrong with me because I just didn't understand what was happening and and what was happening I was having and I actually always have had this right but I was having it more. I was having lots of palpitations. Right. And I've always had those periodically. And I'm going through a phase at the moment where I've been having them again. But I have been checked out at the doctors. I went 
a few years ago I went and explained that I was having these palpitations and I actually had a heart monitor strapped on for 24 hours, oh, which was hideous. Can you remember yeah, that? Yeah, I can, yeah. It was awful. You had to sleep with it and everything. Yeah. It was awful. But actually, and I did have palpitations whilst I had that on. And I was convinced when I went back to the doctor that, that I was going to have this heart issue. But oh, actually he said it? everything was normal. Yeah. And he concluded that it was either stress or um, it could be low iron. Right. Which, funny which enough, has you always, have. again, been an issue for me. I have always historically had low iron. But also stress, I think, has always been yeah. sort of evident and in I your And I think the fact psyche. that it comes and goes as well. Yeah. I'll go months and months and months and be totally fine. Yeah. And then I'll, I might have a few weeks where they seem to come back. Yeah. So I was having those and I was like just feeling this really weird sensation going through my body. It was like this kind... I said to the doctor and I felt stupid saying it, but it was kind of like this whoosh sensation. yeah. yeah. And it was like something was rushing through my body. Yeah. And I would I would start shaking. Yeah. I do that a lot now. Even now, if I get anxious, I will shiver. So, you know, I was shivering and I was having stomach issues, really bad stomach issues. So it was like a combination of all these things and I wasn't sleeping particularly well. I think that what, what what's really important to stress, because I made the mistake there of just saying that stress had always been part of your psyche but none of these symptoms had no. manifested themselves no, up no. until no. after cancer no i hadn't had any of these like i said i had the palpitations but put that down to and i have been very anemic at times so put it down to sort of that also interestingly you um, you cut out a lot of caffeine and that, that's yes. helped hasn't it recently i've cut a lot of caffeine out and actually i was going to talk to you this morning about that because I think I need to totally cut out caffeine. Right. Because I do wonder if that's what's been causing my issues. Quite possibly. Recently. Because oh, you've just I've, found that lovely Assam tea. I know. I really love a cup of tea, you know, and this is what, oh, I really love a cup of tea. Look, look. And I only now have two cups of tea. Maybe if you just had tea. one a week. Well, what I think I might try, I have two cups of tea first thing in the morning and that's all I have caffeine-wise. But when I've been having these palpitations recently, it's always been in the morning. Right. And that, it just makes me wonder if... Right my after body, your tea? Yeah, no, not right after my tea. It's usually been a couple of hours after. Right. Do you want me to go first? You can do, yeah. It's on a very kind of bumpy bit of path. We're um, in the middle of the woods. There's good, that, that's actually... That's a really nice bird. Where? I've got no idea what it is. I can't see it. It's it's on that tree there. It's sort of reddy. It's like orangey underneath its body. Oh, I can't see it. It's just flown up into the trees. Oh, right. I'm not. That might be the tree creeper. Oh right. It's absolutely perfect here for bird watching. Oh, there goes another. That's a pigeon. Yes. <laughs> Go on, carry Lots on anyway. Pigeons. Your your um, tea. Yeah. So yeah, the tea. I just feel like maybe I I need to stop with the caffeine altogether. But the thought of not having a cup of tea. You know, because I don't drink, we don't smoke, we don't eat bad foods, and no. I just think, oh my goodness, you know, if I've got to give up a cup of tea as well, then... Do you think going cold turkey is the only way? Do you, do you think having one a week would just be too hard? I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll just try having one cup in the morning. Instead and of then, two. Instead of two. <laughs> yes. And, okay, like... That, that might be a good start. 
Well, two cups of tea in a day, I don't think is a lot, really. No, it isn't. But rather than but thinking think, you have to cut it all out. Yeah, I think if I just maybe had one and then see how I go with that. Good idea. And if my body can cope with that, then I'd, you know, I'd be happy if I can just have one. Which way are we going that way? Down. Yeah, so, I mean, going back to the feelings of anxiety, that those were the kinds of f physical feelings I was having. But also mentally, I was just finding it really difficult to... To, you know, really to function properly, particularly if I had to do something that was outside my normal routine. And by that, I even mean things like getting in the car and... Doing maybe, something maybe on the spur visit, of the moment. Yes, doing something on the spur of the moment was really bad. I really... <laughs> that was really bad. I just couldn't do... I couldn't deal with that at all. Yeah. But even things like getting in the car on a planned trip, maybe on a weekend, you know, going out for the day, I was finding that really difficult. Just the thought of it was setting off my stomach. And yeah. I was then having fears that I would get in the car and I would have to get to a loo. Yeah. So that sort of fear then set panics off. And I started having these kind of panicky attacks. Yeah. And to be fair, I still have those occasionally now, yeah. but it's nowhere near as often. Yeah. And at least now I know, I recognise what's happening. And I can kind of say to myself, you're not actually dying, which... And, and that I think is, is a, a sort of key point and a key question. How do you deal with these attacks now? Well, the thing that this book taught me that I just mentioned was that... Instead of fighting it, because I think what, what you, you, your natural instinct is to fight this thing. Yeah. And you sit for hours trying to figure out what you can do about it. And yeah. how can I stop these? I'll just do anything to stop it. Yeah. And actually what you should do is just let it happen. Accept it. Yes. Right. Accept it. The, the key to it, for me anyway, was accepting what was happening to you and yeah. once you accept it yeah it then doesn't become as scary because you're not constantly fighting it yeah and trying to stop it from happening yeah and then by accepting it and just knowing that if it did happen okay this is happening to me yeah. but i know it's going to pass because yeah. it always does yeah. and i know it's not going to hurt me because yeah. it never has yeah. and i think if you can get those thoughts into your head they become less and less frequent right because you're not terrified that it's going to happen because you've accepted it right and you know making other changes things like fitness and eating well right. and getting enough sleep right it's all of those things that people say to you and you go, oh yeah, I know, you know, you should eat healthily, yeah. you should get exercise, you should get plenty of sleep, yeah. don't drink alcohol. But actually, you know, it is the right thing to do. What would you say is the thing that's had the most profound effect on your feelings of anxiety? Well, in recent, in recent times, well, I would I, I, say... I think... What, what is always very interesting to think about, I think, is what is the thing that's had the best and longest lasting positive effects for if you get these feelings? Well, I mean, it's got to be for me the walking that I've right. been doing. Right. At the back end of last year, beginning of this year, so it's now about eight months, seven, seven, eight months. Yeah. 
I started walking and I do it pretty much every day, usually six times a week and normally there's a day when I don't manage it. Yeah. But I started walking and at first I was doing just short of two miles I would say right. every day and it didn't seem very much. It takes you about 30-35 minutes. But I would I, I did it and I carried on doing it and it felt good and I was tracking it as well and I still do track it. I'm tracking now. You I'll now walk. you you've said This in is the what past. made the big difference yeah. and this is what made me stick to it. Because I've tried to walk before and just it's never it's never stuck. But I've been tracking my walks on Runkeeper, which is a free app. And for some reason, just having a physical thing where you can see your progress every day yeah. and then you can see your progress every week and then yeah. every month yeah. and you can look at it and go, oh my goodness. Like I think year to date it says something like, I looked at it the other day and I've been walking for 93 hours wow. this year. That's amazing. And when you think of it like that, you think, my goodness. You know, all those hours that I've spent yeah. investing in myself yeah. has really, it's really, really helping. And I mean, you can attest to that, can't you, more than me? Because I think when you're in it, as you, yeah. I don't think you really see any difference. The effect on you has been profound. Yeah, you keep saying that to me. It's difficult to see when you're the person. It's been wonderful to witness on, on a number of levels because, you know, you look fit your mental state has been you know yeah. this is not to say that you were some crazy person before but your mental state no. is so much I more feel much positive more, yeah I feel much more stable and and I think what has been most profound has been the successes that you've had on a professional front this year. Yeah. And that's something we'll, we'll come on to talk about in much more detail next time. But I think all of these things come together. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, the physical all side from walking. of it, I think... How crazy is that? All from walking. Yeah, I'm not running. I'm not a runner at all. But walking, I think even if you are, you know, the unfittest person you know, that it could possibly be. As, as long as you can physically walk, obviously some people aren't in that position, but as long as you can, but then even just Even if you can't walk, a, just getting outside. Yeah. You know, being a, a little bit in nature, yeah. time to, with yourself, fresh air. Time with yourself, Vitamin I think, D. Yeah, it's really important. But I think the, the physical side of it, I I've always struggled with holding a bit more weight than I feel I should. And, when I was younger, I was I was a chubby, a chubby girl, and then but then when I hit 16, I kind of lost it, and everything was fine. But then in my 20s, I started bought a house, and I was in a relationship, not Dan, and uh, sorry Dan, <laughs> and you kind of settle down, don't you? And I was eating really badly and not looking after myself, and I put on a lot of weight. But then when I hit 30, I was just about to hit 30, I decided I needed to do something about it. I just got to a point where I just was... Thank you. No worries. I know that that runner was wearing something strange on his feet, but I just felt horrible. I didn't feel good in clothes. I had no confidence. So I was started going to Slimming World and I lost four stone in about seven months. And to say it transformed my life is 
probably an understatement because it's what <laughs> it what it's what led me to Dan and it, it just changed everything in my life. So I'd, you know, finally got down to this weight that I never thought I would ever get down to. You know, I was wearing a size 10, that's UK. Oh, and I, I just felt so fantastic. And then, you know, in the past few years, I've, some of that's crept back on and not all of it by any means, but I've just, you know, I think when you've been large in your life, I think you always feel large regardless of what size you are currently and I still do feel like that inside you know look in the mirror and I see a big person and that does affect your mental state quite a lot I think and so I didn't start walking I think with my main intention to lose weight my main aim in it was for, to feel better mentally because that really I think that's the key because if you feel better mentally then you're more inclined to look after yourself yeah. and you're more inclined to eat well yeah and so it naturally will then run on to you no doubt you know losing a bit more weight toning up yeah and I think that's kind of what's happening but I don't weigh myself because it terrifies me also it just brings on it would bring anxiety onto anyone yeah I get very anxious so I don't weigh myself so um, I just judge it by how big my clothes are on me and what fits and things like that. So I can kind of tell that I'm not quite the same shape that I was a year ago. And I just think, well, okay, if it I takes me another two or three years, so be it. I'm not in any rush, you know, but I know that whilst I'm going through this process, every day I do it, just a teeny tiny bit, I'm a little bit, a little bit more closer to that goal. Yeah. How much more in control of anxiety do you feel now than when you first suffered with it? Do you feel you're 10% in control of it, 20% in control of it, or more? No, I would say I'm in more, more control of it than that. I don't feel like I'm in complete control of it at all. And I don't think you ever can feel no, that, can you? No, because you might feel like you are, but then there are things that are outside your control. Yeah. And we had an incident happen just this morning that caused us both anxiety yeah. and it's something that we didn't expect it came completely out of the blue yeah. and we had to deal with it yeah. and it caused a lot of anxiety yeah. but we dealt with it and we sat down and we talked about it yeah. and we decided what needed doing to sort the situation and we've done that and we've taken action and I feel okay now I think one of the one of the Look key things flowers. is gorgeous. I don't know what they are, but they're beautiful. They're bright. There's a Look, bright blue violet. flying thing, often <gasps> called a. It might be a damselfly. Is it? <gasps> there it is. That's stunning. It's not a dragonfly. It it's looks, like greeny blue. It's green. It's beautiful. Gorgeous I, wildflowers and butterflies. I think you, you might have just referred there to one of the sort of key elements to dealing effectively certainly from my point of view with anxiety that is as soon as you physically can sit down assess what's just happened yeah talk about a solution train ag agree you know that that's the right solution and then move on yeah and i think i think talking about it with someone yeah is so important because if you don't talk about it, it festers, doesn't it? And it's running around. If we hadn't spoke about that, that thing this morning, yeah. 
it would have been festering in my mind all day. Yeah. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. But now we've we've done all we could have done. Yeah. And we're happy with what we have done. To solve the situation. Done. We're happy with the resolution that we came up with. Yeah. And if the situation goes on further, yeah then at least we are comfortable in the knowledge that we've we've done everything we can we've been honest i think but, but perhaps you know we're, we're sort of moving off anxiety a little bit but i think in, in any situation that you deal with so long as you remain true to yourself yeah absolutely. you're probably putting yourself in the best position not to suffer with with anxiety so coming back to that question which i asked you a moment ago how in control of it do you think you are? 40%, 30%? probably go with 50 maybe. Right. I feel like I might be halfway. I mean, that, that's really tremendous, isn't it? Well, compared to where I was, probably even at the beginning of this year, certainly the back end of last year was, yeah. was horrible. Yeah. Compared to how I was feeling back then, yeah. yeah, I'm in a much more positive place now. So... so what advice would you give? You see, I think that everyone suffers from anxiety. I'm sure they do. At one, some point. At some point in their life. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, some of the things that you've said are so important. And, you know, that, that is accepting what's going yes. on. And then thinking about, you know, how best to deal with it. Because, yeah. you know, if you think about it, you have started walking to deal, you know, to help you deal with the whole anxiety thing. I did, yeah. And the added benefits to that are just that, I mean, I would say it's transformed. I mean, it seems silly to say it, but I think it's transformed your life. Well, it probably has, but I think, like, like I've just said, I think it, it's difficult for me to see that being the type of person I am, you know, because I, I, I do have a tendency to look at the kind of negative of a situation or downside. That was another one of those blue flies. Oh, yeah. That sounds derogatory. It, it was not a fly. Yes, I'm sorry. It's like a sort of dragonfly, but not a dragonfly. I know there's, it might have been a damselfly, maybe. Right. The whole anxiety thing is, is I, I'm particularly interested, well, Interested is the wrong word. Um, one of the things which I probably found hard, put it this way, right? If I was to put us in opposite positions, so imagine that you had been through everything I've been through, mm -hmm. I think that I'd be in a worse state than you are. Well, I think I was in a pretty bad state. You were? The way, I mean, the way that my anxiety usually manifests itself is I get health anxiety. Yeah. So, you know, specifically around health. And that obviously, you know, when you think about it, it kind of makes sense thinking about all the things that Dan went through. But, you know, the tiniest thing will set me off thinking that I've got some cancer or I've got some other horrible life-threatening disease yeah and that that is usually where my anxiety is centered like you said i mean i suspect you probably get a similar story from other partners um, well i'm sure who who you know who, who've been Gone through, through it. similar things yeah I, I think that my goodness Kay. what is it i did not know 
that those still existed. I've seen those in the supermarket. It's a crisp packet, which shouldn't be here. I remember having those when I was a kid. Roysters, T-bone steak. Yeah, I, think I remember the flavour. I think you can still get them, I think. My goodness. Yeah. I just hadn't noticed. Because you don't really eat crisps at all, do you? No, I mean, you know, I think we should do a whole episode on crisps. <laughs> <laughs> because... Oh, I, you just caught oh, it's okay. a nettle on it's your okay. leg then. It's killing, but it's okay. <sighs> it's not root canal. No, that's It's true. not chemo. All right. <laughs> That, you know, one of the great things about the perspective which chemotherapy gives you, or dealing with cancer gives you, is everything after that doesn't feel quite so scary. Yeah, that's true. And this is the strangest thing about the whole situation. And I, I suspect you feel the same, but I feel unbelievably blessed and thankful for everything that's happened. Well, well... It's, it's, it sounds funny to be saying that, doesn't it? I, I feel thankful for the way things worked out, I would say. But just consider, consider your life now and what it, what it was and what it is. Yeah, that's, that's very true. I mean, the life we lead now, compared to the life we were leading before you got cancer, it's like chalk and cheese, isn't it? Yeah, you have obviously... I mean, is there anything else you'd sort of specifically like to say around you and your anxiety. Gosh, I mean, I could talk forever about it, but... <laughs> just, you know, as things come to mind, let's bring them up, because um, something which happened... Well, it, now I've... <laughs> I think I've always had anxiety issues. And this is why I think everyone has them. Because I think most people that you talk to will be able to reference a time in their lives might have only been once or twice or three times where they felt similar feelings mm, mm. because i had my first anxiety attack in a place that i like to refer to as the gates of hell which is <laughs> in ikea, ikea at the point where you are equidistant yeah from the entrance and the exit and you know it's still going to take you half an hour yes. to get to get out because because when you're you not when you're way. closer to the entrance than the exit in your, your mind is saying oh well at least i can get back to the entrance yeah yeah but then when you're at that point that midway point <laughs> and there are like little shortcuts you can take through ikea aren't they but it's just also it can get also overwhelming utterly overwhelming and i'm like oh shortcut to kitchens well where does that lead to yes yes do i want to be there and before you know it you've been in there for four years i know you sleeping can never, in the beds you can never cooking just, in the kitchens but you can never just pop in can you no. you can never just pop into ikea you're in there it's like an hour we went to ikea and I'm really grateful, actually, that you were there and you were able to tell me what was going on. And I had a panic attack. And it was horrible. It, yeah, but I could see, I could see what was happening. And had, you know, Kay not been through the things that she's been through, then you would have not been able to diagnose in the way that you did what was going on with me. And yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you what would have happened with me. I would have started thinking, I need to get to my consultant. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there's, there's some issue with cancer again. Mm. And, you know, who knows how long it would have taken me to get with a consultant and, you know, all those different things. And this was a while ago and you've had several checkups yes. since then. So, yes. you know, we're, we're happy with that. Absolutely. As it transpires, 
I've subsequently had another couple. Of anxiety attacks, yeah. it means, yeah. And Train. What I've, what I've come to the conclusion to very recently, actually, and, you know, it's only through talking. Talking's such an important thing, isn't it? Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, sitting down and reflecting and rationally considering and yeah. talking about different situations as they've risen, I think what's been happening, I most definitely shut myself off. You did. From you when I was dealing with the cancer stuff. Yeah, you absolutely did. And it's only been in the last year, actually. It, but it, I respected that because that's how you needed to deal with them. Yeah, that shut off was not coming from a place of not wanting to share stuff. It was coming from a place of wanting to protect you. Yeah. And, you know, you not wanting to have to experience the things that I was going to have to experience. Mm. Because for me, better to have you in a really lovely sort of frame of mind so that you can then best support me and, and, and help yeah. me. So yeah. it seemed sensible, and I think it was sensible. Kay's lost. And we've got a choice of three back. ways to go. Oh, I think I do know where we are. It's because it's much more grown up, grown up. Um, everything's much more grown than the last time I was in this same spot. We're slap bang in down country. Right in the woods, yeah. This is where I've spent a huge amount of time walking and running and having your... I, I think what I'm... The point that I'm trying to get to is only through experiencing it with you are you able to understand what's going on with yourself. Yeah. And, you know, there must be... The majority of people who deal with it must not be in that position. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They must be yeah, in the position you were true. in. And the other thing is there is a lot of shame associated. I'm so glad you said that. There's a huge amount of shame. Because definitely one of the biggest um, issues that I've had most recently is you just feel stupid. Yeah, you feel embarrassed. You feel less of a man. You do. You go first. Gosh, I'm feeling warm today again. Well, it is warm today, but luckily in the woods it's very shady, it, so it's yeah, quite nice. Thankfully. But it is, it is quite humid. Yeah. Do you know what? I we mean, should I have brought a little drink, shouldn't we, and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm not a summer person, considering the amount of time I did spend... Yeah, I've never been a summer person. Oh, look at that. What is it? Just hanging in midair, a little twig. It must be hanging off a, There's a, cobweb. a spider web or something. I mean, that's just insane. It's that must so be six high foot as well. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to say credit to that spider. The spider, the, the spider thread is amazing, this stuff, isn't it? It's so strong. Is that similar? I mean, uh, I've got no idea. But is that sort of similar to the way that silk is full? Well, I guess it must be. I, no, it's not. Right. Because silk comes from the cocoon, doesn't right. it? Right. The little silkworm is inside, right. and the silk itself is the cocoon around it. Right. So, no, it's not quite the same thing, is it? But I'm sure it's a similar kind of substance yeah. sort of thing. Oh, I just walked into a tree. I think it's really positive. I, I didn't expect you to say that you felt 50% in control of anxiety. Well, that to me doesn't feel very much in control, 50%. Well, I'll be honest, I thought you'd have said 10 or 20%. No, no, because I think I was maybe 10% at the beginning of the year. Right. So I'm comp comparing it yeah. to 
how I feel now yeah. to back then. Yeah. And I, I, feel, I feel like if I was now plunked into the situation that we dealt with at the back end of last year, yeah. I do feel like I would deal with it differently now. Right. In a better way. In a better way. Right, in right. A, That's surely a really positive thing then. Oh, it's very positive. But then you see, I always think of it, oh, I've still got... You think of it yeah. the other way. I do. I'm so, a half, yes. glass half empty type person yes. rather than half full. That in itself is a constant battle, really. Yeah, it is. But if that's what you are, from what you've said today, you might as well accept it. Mind you. I think I do accept it. I don't mean you, I don't mean you specifically. Oh, right. I mean, people I in general, I you know, if you're a, a glass half empty person, I think if I you accept the fact that you are, then that's perhaps where you can, yeah, at I certain don't, points. Yeah, I don't think you can really change your character, can you? And I, I'm not saying that I think people should change their characters at all. No. But you can certainly try and change your... Mindset. Your mindset and yeah. your behaviours. Yeah. Because it's the behaviours, isn't it, that really then you going for your walk at the beginning of the day as we've yeah. established today that has really transformed yeah. everything that's then gone and on in the rest I, of your day i think that's an important point actually that i always go at the beginning of the day and so do you yeah, yeah. and i have i have a few times when i've something's happened and i've not been able to go in the morning i have gone in the afternoon yeah and i don't find a i don't find i enjoy it as much no. I'm i'm a bit more tired yeah so, you know, I'm like, oh, a bit more like that. And I'm never Just normally like that. And, you know, half the day is gone. And yeah. it might be that I'd started the day not really in the right frame of mind. Yeah. And that I've wasted that half a day dilly-dallying yeah. and yeah. not being focused. So I do always go as early as I can. It's usually about 8.30 yeah. by the time Brian is off to school and things. But you go at like 7, don't you? Yeah. I think uh, for, for, for me, the sort of the underlying feeling for all of this and the reason why I was really keen to sort of talk about anxiety a bit and also blast away those misconceptions that you're some sort of weirdo. Oh, absolutely. You're not alone. I think that you, you feel very, I certainly felt like I was the only person that had ever felt like this. Yeah. And, you know, I, when it first happened, I was just completely freaked out. Right. And, it's terrifying yeah and you know even now recently i had an anxiety attack over something and it's absolutely horribly scary yeah and i think if you've never experienced that it is difficult to understand just how scary it is because from the outside looking in you look exactly the same yeah you know it's not like when you've got a physical illness you've got a wound on your body or yeah. something yeah where you can see it you can't see it what you're referring to now and i think this is the reason why there's a stigma attached to anxiety and it's something that has become more and more in the news and that is mental well-being yes i think it, it is much more with the greatest respect as we've spoken about in in detail my goodness the national health service dealt in a way with with my cancer i well it was just phenomenal but yeah our experience with them with mental issues, not so good. It's not quite so positive, no, and I think perhaps no. it's because it is such a sort of. I think I, the focus is changing, though, and I think yeah. I, you do see more groups and more actions being taken these days. Yeah, I mean, I just wonder if perhaps you know one of the things you know, looking from the outside in, 
One of the things that needs to be done is to make the barrier to entry for mental help yeah. not quite so difficult to cross. Yes. Because yeah. it does feel very, very difficult to cross. It does. Um, but roundabout, all these, I mean, it, it sounds, well, no, I don't think it sounds like a tale of woe at all. No, you know, it's, it's just a tale that, of positivity. It's just, yeah. It's a tale of the, the, the sort of truth of life. And it's also coming back to a point that I think I made the end of episode one, perhaps during last episode, is what no one prepares you for when you deal with some traumatic experience like cancer or any other number of things is the effect it has on you mentally. Yeah, that's true. You have just zero... I just never even expected it. And I know that's idiotic. Well, no, I don't think it is something you ever expect. If, if it's never happened, it's not something that's consciously on your mind, is it? No. And if you've had no experience maybe of other people that you know having it as yeah. well, which I never had, yeah. or certainly nobody had ever told me about it if they had, yeah. then it is all new, isn't it? And it's a real shock and... It's just so out of the norm of how you would deal with any other illness, I think. Yeah. Well, I, I think... I wonder, because, I mean, of course, I had that bad car accident, and that's... I yeah, mean, yeah. This, this is great, folks. I got referred... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did, you I got did. referred to some... For, for some I, mean, I mean, this is odd in itself. It was over the telephone, Over the telephone, it? which is very strange. But, like a therapist over the telephone. Yeah, yeah, because I, I had, you had PTSD a, after a, yeah, a bad car accident. Yeah, after a really accident. bad car accident, yeah. And the lady's name was Victoria Wood. Oh, yeah. And Victoria Wood obviously was a, a wonderful comedian, comedian when, yeah. when, when we were growing up. Yeah. And I remember saying to her, I can't remember what I said to her at the start, but I sort of made some reference to yeah, the fact. Yeah. And she just shut me off cold. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and I remember I thinking, oh. And I think, you know, one thing we haven't touched on actually about dealing with mental health is medication. That's yeah. something we haven't spoke about. And the only reason I haven't spoke about it is it's because I don't, I have never medicated for it. No. Because I don't believe that that's the answer. No. And I know that it does help a lot of people, but I, I think it's a short-term help. And I think it's a good idea if you need to get through a particularly... Rough patch. Yes. Yeah. But then... I think what, what it does is it might take away your symptoms, yeah. but it's not actually helping you in terms of dealing with the, the root of the problem. No. And if you were to stop taking that medication, yeah. likely all your symptoms would come back. Yeah. So all it's doing really is, is masking, if you like, the problem. I mean, that's just my personal viewpoint on it. I know that medication does help a lot of people. Yeah, and but I, 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 I just think that it's not the answer. I do wonder if more than any other ailment, and this perhaps is why it's so difficult to deal with these problems, is it is so much on a case-by-case -case basis. It is, absolutely. It's not it like is. you've strained a muscle no, in your leg no, or you've got cancer no, or I mean, any of those things. This is just my personal thoughts and my personal experience, well, and I'm certainly not criticising people that do use medication. More than that, what you just said at the last bit there, I think is the most important bit, and that is in your own personal experience. Yeah. And that perhaps is the way that, you know, that's the way that you have found success in dealing with anxiety yeah. and, and these issues that you've had. It's been through reading and education yes. and uh, yeah. talking, and then also probably trial and error as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, we have 
made it back and uh -huh. I'm intrigued to know. Uh, uh, just short of two miles. Sorry. So one point, it'll probably click over to two miles actually, it was to get to the door. It's because I swung a left and then we made some slight little adjustments. Right. Has it, my Amazon parcel arrived everyone? No. So that's fine. Checking under the bush. I was checking under the bushes. So once again, we have made it home. All hash has been settled. All hash has been settled? Yes. <laughs> I don't understand that, I'm saying. I've heard that spoken about on another show. They sit down and they, you know, discuss things and talk very... Oh, when you hash something they, out. Yeah, they talk very oh, animatedly. Right. And then uh, as their theme tune finishes, or begins at the end of the show, yeah. they always say, that's it, all hash has been settled. <laughs> and it most certainly has. As we bring to a close, and I take my shoes off, episode three of the Becker Bez radio show. Now, next time, it's a very exciting episode, Kay. Is it? Because it's our New Lives in the Wild episode. Ooh. There will most certainly be an opportunity to have a bit of a chat about Ben Fogel TV programmes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but next time, the upshot of all of these experiences that we've been through is our careers now. Yes. Out, I, out of I, all I, of this. I, I, would, I would sort of not really call it our careers. I just think it's our way of life. Yeah. Which is our career. Yes. They're, they're both intertwined, aren't they? Yes. No decision was taken directly to get us to the point. There was no one sort of big moment that no, led us no. to the point that we're at. It was lots at. of little things, wasn't it? And they were lots happening of... without us really even realising yeah, what yeah. was happening. It was quite organic. It was very organic yeah. and wonderful to sort of watch and to see and understand. And that's what we're going to talk about next time. We're going to be discussing how we got to be here with you, talking to you about our, our lives so far. Yeah. So don't miss that episode. It's called New Lives in the Wild. Is that right? New Lives in the Wild? That's the Ben Fogel yes. programme. Yes. If you want to totally plagiarise it. I am. I'm plagiarising okay, Ben. And yes. I give him full permission to plagiarise us. <laughs> <laughs> so folks thank you so much for listening thanks remember everybody. if you're enjoying the show please do subscribe and please do give us a review but for now thanks so much and we will see you next time see you soon bye the bakery bears radio show is brought to you by bakery bear productions and is made possible by our bakery bear patrons find out how you can join our bakery bear community access more of what we do and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash